0: I can't make fun of it. It's kind of sad. Opie has eight cocks in him. <laughs> hey, 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 Bill and Marty here. And we're backstage. Hey, I did find something funny. <laughs> eight cock Opie.
1: <laughs> Episode 280. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? And
0: then
2: let the boners begin. Oh, yeah. Cuz. Cause. Cuzaroo. Wow. Cuzaroo. Slapparoony.
3: It's showtime W-A-T-P W-A-T-P Hello, Robert Dixon Kuzaroos Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts The only show that really is rooting for Brandon Let's go, Brandon I'm your host, (laughs) Carl Hamburger With me this week, a guy who doesn't get it from Here's What I Don't Get podcast, it's Tab Burt. What is happening, Tab? Hello, everybody. Do you Thanks go for by having Tab me on, Carl. Do people call you by your full name?
4: Uh, most people just call me Tab. I like Burt. I, I, I have had people where they like put it all into one word. Tab Yeah. Hey, Burt. <laughs>
3: Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, <laughs> voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the
4: Discord server, link to our
3: merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, And the link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. Exciting things happening here. We just put up this morning on our Patreon the Mint Salad rendition of the Vic Nude. That is now available. Lots of comments on that. i got to get caught up on what's going on over there. Mint Salad did a very good job. Very nice. Very nice. Also, the YouTube channel we just recorded with producer Chris and our friend Circus Midget. More of those Stuttering John deepfake videos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about. Yeah. So those are in the works. We'll have those up soon. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Mancow's Microaggressions. That's right. We're still in October, and we're talking Mancow. This is a suggestion that came in from Justin. We have both listened to the show separately we have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. There's so much to get to today, Tab. I got so much going on right now. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to it all. You know, we got we got Opie going on with Dr. Steve. We got Stuttering John. He's in Tampa. He's going to be talking about stuff. Tom Myers is back. We got a lot to get to. I don't know if I'll get to it all. Coming up. Coming up soon. <clears throat> Stick around for that. Listen to how this show starts. These radio guys, they cannot stop teasing shit. It's so frustrating. Even the very beginning. Now, I listened to episode 10. This guy's, you know, new to this new YouTube thing he's doing from his basement on Monday evenings. But this is how the show starts off.
5: Next on Man Cow Live. Well, listen, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is uh, something that Ian Fleming would have created for a James Bond novel. Man Cow takes on the tech monopolies. Are we being lied to? Are we being manipulated? Party of the Communications Decency Act... Uh, they can't be sued. They are protected. And should they be broken up?
3: Does that even get you excited to watch it? Just start the fucking thing. What are we doing?
4: <laughs> On one of the episodes that I I listened to, I didn't pull this clip, but they played this whole like long teaser segment, and then it just went to about a minute of silence. And then they started <laughs> playing the teaser segment again.
3: Whoops. Yeah. I noticed some technical difficulties. I'm going to point that out real quick just because you brought that up. He's got this producer on there that he doesn't have a lot of respect for. And they're trying to play videos, and the videos are, like, buffering. And you just see that wheel going as they're trying to do it.
5: Are we going to play Eric and Kathy, or you want to move on? We have a we have a hilarious thing you put together. Yeah, the poor it, doctor's rating. It's, it's not playing. It's not playing. Yeah, it's not okay.
3: playing. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff, <laughs> man, Cal. And then, because he's really excited about this video that was put together... He decides. Let's double down. Let's try again.
5: Um, uh, do we? Do you have the Eric and Kathy video? Do we want to try? Uh, it's pretty good stuff. Pretty funny. Uh, you can shake your head. No. No. Okay. All right.
3: Uh, let's let's just keep trying. No. 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 Okay. No. No. It's not going to happen. So, Tab. Before I get too far ahead of myself here, first off, I want to apologize to Alex. It was Alex who suggested the show, not Justin. That was in my notes from last week, and I copied it over my band. Second. Tab, we're doing this show with you because you're a man cow fan, am I right?
4: Yeah, yeah. I actually have a uh, man cow DVD right here next to me, coincidentally in the studio. Man no cow shit. TV, a pair of lips. Now, mature audiences only. Yeah. Uh, been a big. My whole family's been man cow fans for forever. So we're not. We're, what am I missing, then? <laughs> I would ask you the same question about why you like Howard Stern. I think it's just who you got exposed to first.
3: Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, Howard Stern uh. is was built up by everyone in the nineties and early two thousands because the show was great. I don't know what's going on with Mankow. but maybe he's well, not as good as he used to be. Just like Howard Stern. I don't know.
4: He's, he's like, whereas Howard Stern's more liberal Mankow's more conservative. I mean, it's all the same wacky morning DJ bullshit. Sure. Uh, we were, we didn't even live in his market, any of his, but uh, a family friend did. They lived in Indiana. So they got the Chicago stations and they gave my dad, some CDs of his, you know, like best ofs that we listened to on road trips and whatnot. They were very funny. And then with the age of podcasts, they started releasing his they'd like take his morning show and cut all the ads out and re release it onto an RSS feed so you could listen listen live. And so this is like the third or fourth iteration of his show because he keeps getting like bumped from networks to networks. So his last one was last year he left an AM radio station where he was doing an all talk But it was like the morning. It was it was the morning zoo without any of the uh, music to fill time.
3: Now the AM station that he was on, I was talking to Drew about this earlier this week because he's from Chicago. He was saying that it wasn't even a morning drive show. It was like nine o'clock he started.
4: No, he started at five in the morning. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, he did like five a.m. to I think he did five a.m. to nine a.m. or something like that.
3: I don't know how you get that kind of energy that this guy brings at five a.m. unless you're just out of bender, which then okay <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> then I could see it. Uh, what did you pull that oh, you no. want to you want to talk about on
4: here? Uh, well, we were talking about how he's shitting on his producers. One of the things you talked about. So you guys did this show in like episode nine, I think. Yes, I'm yeah, early correctly. on. And one of the things you shat on him for was he the like constantly laughing over one another and tagging jokes and stuff. And I, I guess maybe he listened. So when you were doing the live show in Lombard, Illinois, I was on his microaggressions, YouTube channel. And I comment on uh, a bunch of his videos. Like you should go to the W live show in Lombard, Illinois, hoping that maybe I could get him to go to that, but he did not. Uh, Good try so, though. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Anyway, maybe he listened to your review of him and learned. And that's my, uh, my clip seven.
5: Gonzo now is a, uh, um, some, some sexual thing. They made Gonzo sexual because your kids need that. gonzo Yeah. And uh, I really wish you wouldn't talk when I'm on here. Um, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> if I wanted a sidekick, I'd, I'd, I'd hire a sidekick, okay? I don't need help from the moron over there. Am I right? Thank you. But um, now you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> I gotta be on! Okay, it's okay. It's okay. That's why I don't have a cast of characters anymore. Cause they're stupid. I, I, got, I I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I don't need the chuckleheads. I'm fine right here with the chuckleheads. heads, but um, I don't know where I was going because that idiot just screamed and now I'm really pissed off. No. Um, but uh, yeah. Um.
3: This is interesting because I listened to a different episode. Another thing these morning radio guys do is repeat themselves a lot because it used to be that listeners would only listen for 15, 30 minutes at a time so you could do the same shit over and over again and reach different audiences with it. On YouTube, doesn't really work that way. So this is him reprimanding his producer. I, I, what was that, from episode nine that you pulled that from? That one was from episode one. One, okay. Well, episode ten is the exact same thing. His producer is bringing his guest on, this doctor who's going to talk about the vaccines and shit. And uh, he has to reprimand him. And it makes
5: the guest coming on very awkward. Do we have Dr. Artist? Yeah. You want me to bring him on? Yeah, why are you on? Why am I looking at you? Shit, you know that's just the guy wanted to get on. <laughs> that's all this is. Sorry, Doc. That's you fine. You know why man. he was on? You know why he was on? Because he wanted to be seen. That's all right. There's no reason for him to be on. Oh, uh, oh, what You're do you want to see now? now that really. Mm. <laughs> I got Lucille Ball here trying to insert herself into my show. I I, I don't need a sidekick, bud. That's why I'm sending it home. Well, we're excited. We're finally together, brother. Yeah, thank you. No, no, I'm not talking to you. No. The reason I'm not sitting with a bunch of <laughs> chuckleheads is because I, I, I loathe it. I don't need so. Oh, hey. Oh, hi. Hmm. Hey, you need me to? No, just bring on the guest.
3: <laughs> well, not for nothing, Mister Man Cow. But if you really don't like this guy, run the show yourself. I mean, even Senator John almost pulls that off. You can play your own video clips and bring on the guest yourself if you want to.
4: I'm pretty sure who he's talking to is either Dewey Lord of the Fat Chicks, which is you know one of his the whack pack, or DJ Love Cheese, the other uh, his producer, his longtime producer there in the background, and it's like I'm pretty sure that they are doing all of this, and he just sits in front of a laptop and shouts at the laptop. Yes. And the first the first episode he he's sitting there in front of his laptop and he's like banging the table and you can tell he's on a laptop because the screen is wobbling <laughs> back and forth and it's like the worst quality video coming over the internet service that comes out of Afghanistan. I mean it just looked fucking terrible and so- he's he's shouting and uh, but you know he also wants to let you know. He's he's exhibits all of the classic behaviors of like the stuttering Johns and the Opies. My clip five, he goes through like all of this great these great things that he's done now, and now he's he's hosting a YouTube station where he has about fifteen hundred views.
5: If you listen to me, I had a radio show from nineteen eighty four until last year, and highly rated. And I was on Fox News Channel for seven years. And and anyway, I'm in a movie called Death Wish with Bruce Willis. Little stuff like that.
3: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he does talk about the glory days (laughs) quite a bit. I noticed just from the one episode that I listened to that was an hour long where he's uh, very proud of what he used to do. And now, like you said, 7,000 subscribers. I mean, hey, good on you. But these videos are getting... After a few weeks, fifteen hundred views total. It doesn't seem to be. Although he's on what other platforms too, right? He's not just on YouTube. He's on Twitch and Facebook. Yeah, he's and on.
4: Shit. Uh, I think he said he was on Anchor FM, and I was really hoping that I would catch him do an Anchor FM read, but he did not. <laughs>
3: oh, of course he's on Anchor. So this yeah. is the new Shock Jack Wet Dream because it used to be the FCC. This was the big thing. Like, whoa, we got to watch what we say. The government's coming after me, and oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get fined from the government. And that was like a big one of the things that every shock jock leaned into. They're all excited about. Well, now they get it all over again because it's YouTube.
5: Uh, so I've been talking with the doc for a few minutes off air. This will probably get get us shut down because there's oh. some truth. Are you ready for the truth? Oh, we're gonna get shut down
3: from this today because we're going to talk about ivermectin
6: just like the states of india have that have a 92 95 98 total remission of all COVID 19 cases in their states just using ivermectin
5: uh, are we gonna get in trouble for talking about this are, are we gonna have censorship are we gonna are we gonna have censorship are we gonna get in trouble
3: what does that even mean we're gonna get in trouble and it's funny because yes youtube actually does take down videos that they deem has misinformation. And this guy is spouting all sorts of craziness on this show, which I'll get into. I'm excited about it. I didn't realize this guy was Chicago's Alex Jones. Because I, I don't know if he's <laughs> always been this, but he's fucking all the way there. So he's he's spouting all this craziness and no one's paying attention. YouTube does not care. Speaking
4: of Alex Jones, he opens his uh he opens his the episode nine, one of the ones I listen to, clip twelve, he's He's trying to speak in a code, and it's a long clip, so just feel free to turn it off once you figured out what the code he's using is to, okay. to signal to his listeners important information.
5: I want to talk about how I don't believe for heroin. Don't shoot up and do heroin. A lot of you are asking, man, cow. you know, I, I want to see my grandmother in the hospital. I want to go see Metallica. At the Metro, should I shoot up and do heroin? No! No! Your life's not worth it, you morons!
3: Yeah, so he's talking about the vaccines. And because he doesn't want to get censored by YouTube, he's calling the vaccines heroin. That's his little insider name for it. And I have an example that we're talking to this doctor. Now, he brings out this doctor. He's like, this doctor is going to blow your mind with the information he has. He comes on, introduces the guy. He's a, a chiropractor, which I'm like, well, okay." I mean. <laughs> you do have to go to school for that sort of thing. But I don't know that this guy's going to pull the lid off
6: of vaccines.
3: But anyway, yeah, this is uh, the doctor talking about vaccines, but using the term heroin.
6: And just so you know, Ivermectin 4.4 4 billion doses worldwide in 40 years hasn't killed anybody, but heroin has yeah. been already proven to kill this year alone 150,000 Americans.
4: People say I'm keep cutting out. Are you hearing that tab? Yeah, yeah, it's uh I think that maybe your size compared to Vinny's size the <laughs> audio uh like Audio stuff in the air. It can't. It's hitting the microphone twice when normally it hit, only hit the microphone once. You think that's what it is? Need to cut out. I think that's what it might be.
3: Should I stop and eat a pizza? How do we fix
7: this?
4: <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest things in episode one that I caught was he gives you the rundown in case I. So I didn't know this. Being you know only vaguely interested in politics, but apparently there's a hierarchy of alt right sandwich places. Okay. Um, so that's my clip one, is is how, where you should rank sandwiches on how much they love America.
5: Jimmy John, who's a real pro-American guy, his sandwiches are better. And if you can't get that, you get Jersey Mike's. And if you can't get that, there's a bunch of places in Chicago where you can get a real sandwich.
3: Oh, so uh, people who wean left can't make a sandwich? Is that what he said? Oh, yeah,
4: Subway specifically was what he was talking about and how Jared uh, – fogler whatever the guy was that was a pedophile
3: well they also have megan rapinoe as one of their uh, spokespeople now and if that weren't bad enough tom brady fuck subway why (laughs) would you get tom brady the guy (laughs) has beaten more people's team he's beaten everyone's team at least once he's one of the few guys in the league who's beaten every other team and you're like hey this guy's beloved no we hate this fucking guy well also (laughs)
4: why would you eat at subway just because their their meat is terrible hey
3: more coming up after uh, this break about uh, <laughs> meat products and sandwiches Jeez. I should just do this now it's gonna be my new thing all right so this is him more about censorship now because you have some of the background on mancom hoping that you can help me uh if this is true or
0: not
5: dr um look I I uh it's totally dumb i I quit I, I quit radio because of the censorship You know, uh, don't question the election. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't talk about like we're talking about.
3: Did he quit radio because of censorship? I thought he got fired from the FM station and had to take a job at an AM station. And eventually that he wore out his welcome. Am I wrong?
4: Uh, Well, according to him, he got deep stated from the AM station. Oh, yeah. Uh, They because he was so the last like year of his show, everything was in lockdown he was the only one going into the studio and he had no guests he had it was just callers and whatever news he was reading and of course his like wild alex jones-esque opinions and i uh, i guess it made them enough ratings but he didn't fit well with the advertisers and you know they wanted him to suck up to the mayor of chicago and that kind of stuff and he wouldn't do it so that's getting deep state in According to him, yes. Well, Let's just pivot from that. So we're getting deep-stated on AM radio to the way I think Man Cow is trying to. He has all the best qualities of all of your best LOL cows. Okay. He has, you know, the the glory days of stuttering John, and he's got the kids in the background like Patty C cups. Play my clip four.
5: I'm talking to a friend of mine, and uh, hey guys i said be quiet please i'm recording in here you know kids don't listen they don't care they don't care this is why i pay for everything and they don't care you know and spend it i'll make more
3: oh that's pretty pathetic you might want to find a place where you're away from your family
4: yeah, you can't even hear them. There, There's no sound. He's just reacting to it. It's hilarious. He does it again. That was episode one. In uh, episode nine, or again, later in episode one, he does it again, clip 11.
5: Um, hold on a minute. Hold on. Hey, guys. Please. Okay? Give me a minute. I've asked over and over. <laughs> my, my kids have their friends over. They're standing right here.
3: So he's easily distracted or does he think this is content? I'm I'm guessing he thinks this is good oh, content for the show. Did you
4: I think he thinks this is good content, but I also think he's easily distracted okay. because <laughs> Maybe he's so. If you listen to the format of the show, it's just like thing after thing after thing after thing. And with the the kids, it's uh it's absolute like you, this guy used to make thousands and millions of dollars on radio and he can't get himself like a studio in the backyard or go somewhere to record this. He's doing it in his home office with his kids like running around downstairs.
3: Yeah. I want to talk about his home office because he's he's on YouTube and he's got all of this paraphernalia around him and memorabilia around him. And he's very distracted by all of that.
5: This is one of the original heads from one of the Godzilla movies. Worth about eighty thousand, eighty hundred thousand on two hundred, whatever this is. One of the heads from the Godzilla movie, used in a Toho classic. This was an on-screen movie.
3: An on-screen movie. Well, those those are the yeah. best
4: kind. Yeah, they're way better than those on-paper movies. And
3: then, yeah, the ones you have to flip through. And then someone's playing a piano yeah. in the background. And then he talks about this pinball machine he has. And he's excited about it for the wrong reason.
5: Sam Jones autographed pinball. Sam Jones is going to be on here live with us soon. Sam Jones is Flash Gordon from the 1980s classic. A full-size 1980s pinball machine arcade signed. Signed.
3: I don't know. I would love a 1980s pinball wow, machine. That sounds awesome. It. I don't need anyone to autograph it. That's the last thing I need on a pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like an eight by ten. Sure. I'll put an autograph on that. What else am I going to do with that? But a pinball machine. I could you not do that? I want to see the score. No, don't put it there. No, 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 don't, don't put it there. It just seems like a really inconvenient
4: thing to autograph. Could be wrong. He loves his celebrity friends, though. Play my my name drop compilation because he just, he has all, he knows everybody.
5: You think you'd ever see that from Macho Man, my friend? You think you'd ever see that from a guy I talked to quite frequently, Ted DiBiase? Kevin Smith, another friend of mine. Uh, he was in my studio a lot. Billy D. Williams. I love him. Uh, Farley did 100 hours on my show. Chris Farley was wonderful. He was a lot of laughs. I talked to Grace Slick. Of a band called Jefferson Starship or Starship, I talked to Donovan, who was with the Beatles and everything. He said I uh, got a nice gift from the man that's going into space, William Shatner's latest, and he wrote a very nice note to me here: uh, "Live long and prosper," which about you know that's about as good as you can get for a Star Trek fan. And of course, he was at my wedding, and he was there when my twin daughters were born. And uh...
3: so I have more examples of this. Yeah.
5: Did you know that
4: radio people meet lots of famous people?
3: Yes, I did know that, and they think he thinks like they're he's friends with all of them, which is really weird. So he's, he's going through at one point on this episode, he's just pulling out photos of himself with famous people and showing them to the camera and talking about them. And it's so out of place because before that, he says this.
5: We should do that. I, I got too much good stuff tonight. I got to hurry along. I
3: got, there's just too much stuff going on. I got to get through all of this. Uh, it's not the radio. You have as much time as you want. And you can make as many videos as you want. I have too much stuff to get to. Like, man, Kyle, that shtick is not a thing anymore. And then uh, he starts going through his photos and uh, going through the slideshow with us.
5: Stupidest people I ever met? Motley Crue. God, are they stupid. Uh, one of the smartest guys you'll ever meet. He's had more gold records than almost anybody. It's uh, Weird Al Yankovic.
3: I don't know why he had a shit on Motley Crue just there. He's like, here's my photo of Motley Crue. Fuck these assholes. Like, oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no one's going to be upset about that. But then he says this about Neil Pert, which I found surprising.
5: Time Stands Still, The Greatest Rush Song. I must say that uh, I found that drummer, Al, is it Alex, who's the drummer? Can't remember his name. I know his name, of course, I just, it's escaped, so it doesn't matter. Demonic, dead, demonic, bad guy, really bad guy. Here I am with Pink Floyd.
3: <laughs> Wait a second, New Burt was demonic? Did he sell his soul to be the greatest drummer to ever live? Is that possible? Well, ne- he'd still be alive if he did, right? Yeah, I've never heard that before. I, I mean,
4: he was the greatest drummer ever. Well, yeah. It's weird. Yeah.
3: yeah. And then I just thought it was funny. He goes, here's me with Pink Floyd. It's him with David Gilmore. Here's me with Pink Floyd. Yeah. He almost forgot that guy's name, too.
0: Ah, I think he thinks that's Mr. Floyd. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, by the way, which one's Pink?
4: The funny thing is about loving all these, for loving all of these famous people, he hates Hollywood. And yes. I don't understand the disconnect there because he just rails against them. All these episodes, he goes on several rants about Hollywood, but this one's from episode one, my clip two.
5: Everybody in Hollywood loves a pedophile. <laughs> mm, satanic pedophiles. They love them in Hollywood. And that's what you got with that son of a bitch, Jared.
3: This is very Alex jones ask. This is just taken way yeah. right out of his book.
4: He's the FCC-approved Alex Jones. <laughs> or he was when he was on radio. Right, when now he was on right. radio,
3: perhaps. So I have some examples of where he gets really deep into some ridiculous Alex Jones shit. Now, I'm going to play this clip, and then I have a public service announcement that I'm going to make to all the people who maybe are on the right or right-leaning and are concerned about our freedoms being taken away.
5: So they're whistleblower, guys. You ready? The whistleblower is, if you speak truth, If you question the narrative of the Chinese-controlled pedophiles, the media pedophiles, if you question them, well, you're you're divisive. You gotta just agree. You gotta line up to get into the showers. You gotta get on the boxcars. Line up! Get on the boxcars! Get off to the camps!
7: All
3: right, so this whole thing where we're comparing everything to Nazi Germany, on both sides, we just got to, everyone stop it. Let's just pick a different thing to compare shit to. Like, no more Nazi Germany talk. This is not Nazi Germany, all right? I know, freedoms are being taken away. I'm on your side on this one. But you're not compelling anyone to believe you when you compare everything to Nazis and Hitler. He takes it one step further, which I thought was a little bit
5: ridiculous. Uh, this is a hideous, worldwide event and it makes, I really believe it makes Adolf Hitler and, and, and what they had planned uh, look like nothing. This makes
3: Adolf Hitler and what he had planned look like nothing. Now he was able to execute on a lot of this, which was really terrible, but what he had planned was nothing compared to what's going on now. You're losing me. (laughs) Uh,
7: It's a little over
4: the top, don't you think? He's absolutely over the top. I think that's his appeal. Is that his appeal? And, it was when he was on radio, but now you can listen to guys who say this. You can, I mean, Alex Jones says this on on his stuff. There are dozens of other YouTubers that talk this way. I mean, for our show, here's what I don't get: is like that, where it's it's over the top yelling, right leaning stuff. It's that's that's the the landscape now. He's just kind of. I think that's what's happened to all these radio guys like stuttering John and Opie is that when they're on the radio, you really only had one way to listen. They're the one they're the, they're the unique thing, right. but now you can go find whatever type of show you want to listen to.
3: I guess I don't want to listen to this type of show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't want to hear breaking news like, like uh, this, my clip eight, this is a new, I didn't know about this. So during the George Floyd riots last year, uh, Mancow saw this personally himself and now he's... And this is also the first time on his, his episode one because he kept doing the AM radio, FM radio thing where he'd say F and shiznit instead of fucking shit. And then he, he comes out and finally curses clip eight.
5: You know something they don't tell you about these looters, these righteous protesters? They were, they were shitting in all the buildings. <laughs> you got some business... They're destroying everything and then shitting in it. This is what I saw. So I want you to get into my mind for a second.
4: So, Carl, if you're a looter and you shit in the store you're looting, does that count as shitting at work? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. If you think that that's your
3: job and you're shitting in those buildings, I disapprove of that completely. I am not a fan of that behavior.
8: Yeah.
4: Back to comparing Man to all of our favorites. Uh, all of our favorites deal with one thing all the time, trolls.
5: So I do this because I don't give a shit anymore and I'm having fun as you can tell. But the other reason I do this, the second reason not as powerfully is I like pissing off trolls.
3: (laughs) Wow. Okay.
4: That is fun. Yeah. And then clip 10 is also him on trolls.
5: Uh, The trolls can, who cares? If, if, I mean, look around. Do you think I care? You sold out. I sold out. I started in 1984. Yeah, I sold out every live show I did.
3: Oh,
5: boy. Here we go. Uh, every contract was the best. I made more and more money every year. I'm sorry. I'm a success. I'm an Iron Rand fan, and they just hate it. Yeah. It's out. Losers.
3: Losers. <laughs> he thinks they hate it because he's an Iron Rand fan. So I want to get back to your losers. Gets- he gets into not only does he think the New World Order is is out there, but he could have been a part of it.
5: But you go down the wormhole, and I was asked to be on the Council of Foreign Relations, okay? I was asked. I've been asked to be part of these groups. I've been to Bohemian Grove, and I keep telling you this. You want the big secret. Doc, do you know where I'm going with this?
3: So he has his guest who this chiropractor is just like in a daze. Like, do you know where I'm going with this? He's like, sure, why not? This is after he's talking about the Bilderberg Group and Soros and all this other stuff, the stuff that you hear on all the conspiracy shows. And then he, at the very end, he finally breaks down what's really happening because you would think it would be like, well, just follow the money. What's happening? Ivermectin works, but it's too cheap, right? we got to put together a vaccine that costs money. Like, well, what, what's going on? we got to know the answer. So I sped this up because he goes on a little bit too long teasing this but we finally get the answer here come back come back the chiropractor is boring you oh this is funny too because he's talking to the chiropractor then insults him to his face and says now i'm gonna do some good stuff while the chiropractor is still on there talking. come back
5: come back <laughs> the chiropractor was boring you. you you weren't impressed with my godzilla head come back though come back you ready once you know this you know everything what's it all about well, it's about money. No. It's about party first. No. Man, I'm telling you, they all it's all the same thing. Here we go. You are a cancer and they want you dead.
3: Oh, that's what it is. The Illuminati wants to kill everybody, is what Mancow thinks is going on in the world, which I was surprised that he was that far gone.
4: Well, he's absolutely correct, Carl.
3: <laughs> he, he might be. <laughs> he could be. I know. I know. What uh, the the Bill Gates had a TED talk from 2010 talking about vaccines for population control? I mean, there's there's some evidence of this for yeah. sure, but he's uh, he's a little bit. I don't know. The way that he presents his message, I don't know that it's getting through to people.
4: Well, none of these, none of this is meant to present a message to people. Oh, okay. No one has new listeners anymore. Uh, but on on the whole temptation, last temptation of Christ or last temptation of man cow, I guess. Uh, my clip nine is about all the ways that he's been offered to be to sell out, but he hasn't done it because he's you know, he's he's a an ethical man cow.
5: Uh, long form podcast, you know, brother. do you just say he's an ethical man, Cal?
3: Yeah, okay, I like it.
5: Uh, long form podcast, you know, brother. I got yelled at, Joe. I got yelled at when I started because I like cheese. Do you like cheese? I like everybody likes cheese. Do you like cheese? If you remember old radio shows, I'm talking, um, I don't know, late 80s, uh, it was one thing, like Stephen Gary, it was a radio show in. Uh, I like beer. Beer is good. You like beer. And all they talked about. And it was very boring. I've always had kind of an MTV USA Today fast paced deal. I don't know that I want to sit and do an hour and 45 minutes, which is what people are suggesting. I had a a very wealthy person, a very, I I got offered a a lot of money to do it. I, I, I'm having more fun doing this.
3: (laughs) That's one of the things I love that because Stern does this all the time. A lot of these guys like to talk about, well, behind the scenes, there's a really big opportunities that I I can't even say yes to because I have integrity. That's just not, you know, I got to be me. Okay. You can't argue with
4: yeah. it. There's no way to know. Speaking of Howard Stern, so we mentioned there was a rivalry between uh, Mancow and Howard Stern for a 4 yeah forever that was that's i think the last big radio rivalry my clip three is man Cow, i think finally letting everyone know exactly what he thinks of howard stern and and carl just you know get your tissues ready because this is gonna this is gonna hurt you
3: <laughs> it's gonna hurt
5: okay howard stern had 30 writers sitting in another room why did he wear sunglasses so he could read everything hmm But Stern loves Clinton and Hillary, loves him, so he got promoted. And in every city I was in against him, I kicked his ass. Look at the facts. He didn't beat me once in Chicago, not once. Oh, boy, did I kick his ass. I kicked it real good. But I'm not a liberal son of a bitch. I'm not a sellout.
3: Wasn't he wearing sunglasses in these videos? The one that I
5: watched, he was. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen him without sunglasses yeah, he once. He's wearing
3: sunglasses in all the videos. <laughs> yeah. He's in a basement wearing sunglasses, which I thought was odd. I guess that's his look, but I don't know. That's what I would call out Howard for. He's right. Howard has a giant staff of writers. I don't know what any of them are doing. I can't figure it out cuz they just ask Ronnie if he got pegged by his girlfriend last night. That's like the entire show now. So, but I thought what was interesting in that clip though, he goes, "I beat Howard in every market" and then just points at Chicago, which was his his home base there.
4: Also, how would you how would you even go about verifying this? You can go back to like 1991 <laughs> I know. uh law radio ratings in in suicide falls illinois and be like uh suicide falls missouri like oh yeah man cow beat him he beat him mark that
3: one down which book are you looking at there tab because i'm looking at q3 and it looks like uh in the key (laughs) demo howard did have a slight share all right this is the final rant of the episode the epic rant of man cow
5: I told you I had the number one show in Oakland, San Francisco, and San Jose. I knew all the heads of the internet. Do you know not one of them let their kid have an iPad or an iPhone to this day? You know what they have? They have books. They have books. They have books and paper and tangible and real. You can be brainwashed. Your kids can be dumbed down by China-controlled TikTok. Wake up. They're killing you. Don't take their poison. Doctor, thank you. I'm praying for you, folks. Keep me in your prayers, and good night.
3: All right, I want a forensic accountant on this one. He knew all the heads of the internet, and none of their kids have iPads or iPhones, is what he just said. I would love for someone to maybe yeah. look that up. I don't believe that's true. <laughs> Do you know any heads of what are you the internet? Look
0: yeah, one of the kids In is looking book? it up on his iPad right now. <laughs> like an idiot? Yeah, right. He did the full
6: Alex Jones uh, crossover right there. Yeah. He, he, He completed the transformation.
3: Correct. Because he was also very disrespectful to his guest. The guy hasn't talked in five minutes. He's just (laughs) ranting. He's like, All right, Doctor, thanks for coming out. We're out of here. It's like it's a YouTube show. You could have like stopped and been like, Hey, anything you want to promote? Thanks for coming on the show. None of that.
0: Glad I could help. (laughs) What a fucking asshole.
4: When he was on the radio, that's the way his guests would were come in. He'd have a guest (laughs) on for like four minutes. They would fly in. You know, he would ask them two or three random questions. And so I actually, I have some clips with him that one of the episodes I listened to, he had a guest on Dr. Keith Abla, who's a psychiatrist that is lost his license and is now like a television psychiatrist. And he asked him these questions and then he's not even paying attention. My clip 17 is mad cow being a terrible interviewer.
5: After world war two, the top guys like you, all the top psychologists, and mm. I said this before, they studied Hitler and they studied and they, and they found out we can't figure it out. And all you can do is kill it. And isn't that what we're dealing with in Afghanistan with these people, these these really these psychotic cavemen, monster terrorists?
6: Ask Ben Carson, right? So Ben Carson would tell you, listen, there's a time for surgery. There's a time when chemotherapy yeah. won't work. There's a time when you can talk to that depressed yeah. person. Try to talk him out of depression. You know what? If there's a big tumor in his head, I got to go cut
5: it out. Carson would say. Yeah, they are a tumor. And, what what yeah. about what about communism is so attractive to these Democrats? Why, you know, they want to give up their freedom. <laughs> they, they they like it. They they like the mandates. They like the muzzles. They like being slaves. I yeah. scorn them and everything yeah. they stand for. There is. What, what is it about it. that?
6: It's a responsibility having a personhood we 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 human beings have an Achilles heel. He
4: asks these questions that are like a long screed Right. With no real question in there, the guest starts to answer it. He's, he's trying to make an interesting answer there with the, talking about Ben Carson and talking about how sometimes different things take different treatments. Mancow completely tunes out. And then as soon as he feels the break in him talking, he's just right in there with another screed of a question that has nothing to do with anything. I have an example of this, too, because I hate
3: when radio hosts are not good listeners. It makes it so frustrating for the people listening to the show who actually want to hear a conversation go on. So they're talking about, again, vaccines or heroin, and the doctor's about to list the 25 side effects that the FDA put in a PowerPoint presentation before they were even approved, and... Mancow just interrupts him.
6: Yep. So these are some of the listed side effects that FDA knows about these
5: heroin shots. Well, it's, it's, it's all about control, right? It's all about control. That's it. Just do as you're oh, told control. or you will be punished in the new America.
3: This poor guy is getting wa- talked all over. If I was a guest on Mancow's show, I would just give up. I'm like, all right, you, you just go ahead. That's fine. I got to go anyway. <laughs> I got things to do. Let's talk about how hilarious Mancow is. Well, first off, Man tries to make a point about worms, and the chiropractor shits all over it, and that leads to some hilarious jokes.
5: Doc, do you, ever, do you, ever, do you remember anything when we were kids? Like, if if you wanted to—worms come out of your butt at night, if you have parasites, and you should put tape on your butt, and we catch the worms. Have you, do you remember that when we were kids? <laughs> I do. My son's
6: actually had those before. He's nine years old now, but six, seven wait, years ago he had those pinworms, yeah. Is that true? You put tape on your butt? Well, you do that to trap the the worms so they don't lay eggs on the sheets. And then the eggs hatch the next night and crawl into your rear end. That's how that perpetuates.
5: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So they
6: come out in the night, and then they crawl back into your (laughs) rear end before you wake up. Okay. You you have to put tape down there if you want to. I
5: always thought that was old gay guys just wanting to look at my butthole. All right. So he's, (laughs) he's
3: got a great joke for it. And then he thinks, what other jokes can I come up with? for fingering guys
5: buttholes do you do prostate exams i mean do you do prostate do you do uh do you milk a prostate Do you ever do that no
6: i've never done that it was not required as a part of my licensing
5: for chiropractic school no thank goodness i'm not a chiropractor was required before i got hired at at, at wls
3: he really shoehorns in the finger and the butt joke there. (laughs) really proud of it he's done that finger in the butt joke Many times. Then he, he explains he's not just funny when he's doing his YouTube show. He's just funny in everyday life. This isn't talking about walking around Target without a mask on.
5: But it's always these femme soy boys. You don't have a mask on. I said, yeah, you're very smart. I don't have a mask on. It went on for me. Do you know about the mandates? I said, well, I don't date men. <laughs> uh, no, that's real. I said, oh, I don't know about mandates. I date women.
3: Wow. He's so witty. Yeah. I love when people tell stories about how funny they were in a, in a situation
4: that clip he he told that joke before he was introducing enough's enough at some like festival and he told that same joke and that was in the opening segment of one of the episodes that i watched
3: i forgot about enough's enough wasn't that the co-host on his morning show the
4: bass player or something uh, chips enough chips enough. yeah he was on his show a bunch i don't remember what his name is <laughs>
3: So, in other words, he, he repeats his jokes a lot, and they're not uh, funny to begin with, is what you're saying. Well, they were funny in 1984. He also turns into Jay Leno at a certain part in this show.
5: Have you heard this? <laughs> Have you seen this from the news? Yeah, you guys hear this? <laughs> you, guys, you guys
3: see this? Did you guys hear about this one? <laughs> did you see this? Stuttering John wrote this one. Do you guys hear about this? Was Man Manko always so, like, Jesus-y? Is that a new thing, or has that always been the case?
4: The entire time I've listened to him, he's been really Jesus y, but it's weird because I, I wish I had, I should have gone and pulled some of the clips from these CDs we had. He used to do this bit where he would call into toy stores during Christmas. Yeah. And he would say, I've got the the kid is here in the car. I just want to know if you have a certain T O Y S. And then he would start to spell, you know, toy names like H E M A N kind of deal. Yeah. And then he would get into things like F E L L A T I O and start to do more and more dirty things yeah. and see if when the person would catch on. That's kind of a fun gag, I guess. So, it's weird to to listen to those old clips and go like, "Wow, this is very funny." And then listen to the stuff now where he's where he's like things are demonic and he goes with God and he's praying for you and he wants you to pray for him and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so here's
3: a couple of examples of him getting real Jesus freak like.
5: Um, look guys, God is is infinite. God loves you. He loves his children. You are a child of God. And that's the way the news goes. It sounds again like an
3: Alex Jones impression, because Alex Jones will get real Jesus-y from time to time and get into it. And then this this is pretty epic right here.
5: But we have chances right now to be biblical heroes, to stand on the word, to stand on what's right, to tell the truth regardless of the odds. And we know the ending of the book. We will be rewarded. Good and God wins. So I'm asking you to stand with me and Patriots and Freedom Fighters and and God-lovers that have been here since the beginning of time.
3: You want to join Team Man Cow?
5: I like to be on the winning team, but.
3: All right. Well, I got good news for you.
5: (laughs) There ain't no party like a Man Cow party because a Man Cow party don't stop.
3: Oh, please let it stop. Yeah, I'm out.
5: (laughs) Please
7: Please
3: stop, sir. This is too much. Uh, Anything else you want to hit on this tab before we move on?
4: Yeah, if we haven't played my clip 13, you might learn something from this on this episode because, you know, anytime anything goes wrong, man, cow finds someone to blame. And since we've been having a lot of technical issues, maybe, maybe you could learn from this.
5: I guess we're just going to put up stuff just whenever, just going to put stuff up for no reason. Just, just put stuff up right in the middle of rants. Cause I'm not capable of saying, let's see a slide. I, I'm not capable of that. So, um, shit, come on, man. Why are you just putting up video? Pictures? Why? I, I might as well have a pile of shit over there. Two heads are better than one. Come on. Ah, look at this. Come on. Chill. We're gonna get Tableau in a second. The beginning wasn't enough of a goof. Now you're just gonna start putting up random shit. Come on!
3: I know yellow producer Chris enough is what I'm learning from this is my <laughs> takeaway. From this thing,
5: you piece of <laughs> shit! He's gonna
4: sit there. That'd be more fun. I have two more, two more clips, but okay. it's just man count being bad at interviewing again. Uh, I think we've we've got that. Okay,
3: yeah, I think I think we've covered that. I got a couple more clips. One of them talking about how he's going to move to We don't have enough time. We 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 can't get to all the clips today. today. We've got to to get moving on. There's a lot of talk about today, Carl. He Uh, says he's going to move to another platform. Fuck it, I'm playing this one. It's short. We'll go to another
5: platform and do the real show. Um, I think we've said a lot here tonight, and I think you're a very good guest. The censorship is out of control, as someone just said. I hope uh, we'll put up more uh, truth, appalling. Thank you, Eric. So he's talking about how he's got to get off YouTube because,
3: you know, you can't tell the truth on there. But the fact is, nobody cares. It's like if he was at a college radio station saying, shit, the FCC is not going to be concerned with this guy. Just like, oh, I'm off again. I'm
5: fucking... Fuck!
4: This this is like a bit, right? (laughs) I feel like someone's going to come out of my house and be like, you're on punked." All right. So things aren't working really well over here today,
3: but... I have some very good news that I want to pass along to everybody.
8: Hello. Welcome to a new season of Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. <laughs> you know, it's no different than, you know, a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what I do.
3: <laughs> I thought Tom Myers versus the rest of the world was over. They were just in between seasons.
0: No, the world is still against him.
3: They're back, baby! Tom Myers versus the rest of the world has two new episodes out for season number two. And I want to play the very
8: first joke from the very first episode of the very second season. France withdrew its ambassador to the United States after we made a deal with Great Britain which gave Australia nuclear-powered submarines. Pissing off France might be the only thing Biden can do that would make Trump supporters happy, (sighs) short of actually dying in office. (laughs) I like that he tried to tag it.
0: He tags all his jokes.
3: Honestly, I don't think Trump supporters want Harris to be the president, so I don't know that we're all rooting for Biden to die, but fair enough. Pretty good gag, though.
4: He doesn't let any of these jokes – I texted – I messaged you last night As after listening. I thought we were listening to Jerry Banfield, and then I started listening to this, and I was just like, I hate Carl <laughs> yeah, so and Tom Myers. He I doesn't an let-
3: example of this. This is like just part of his monologue here. He has no confidence in his jokes, so he just steamrolls past every punchline. It's almost as if the last syllable
8: of the punchline is the first syllable of the next setup because there is no space in between at all. A monsignor who denied Joe Biden communion was found to be using gay dating apps. Biden just wanted a post-transubstantiation body of Christ, whereas the monsignor wanted the actual body of another dude. Someone who planted a bomb at a Democratic Party office in California said he was doing so for his, quote, own entertainment. Indeed, the rest of us would have found it entertaining if he blew himself up while he was building the thing. Barry Manilow's performance in New York City was stopped by the rain and wind caused by the remnants of Tropical Storm Henri. Just for that, Henri may have become my new favorite storm. Has he ever watched someone else do a monologue? You to know, let to
3: breathe a little bit, like wait to do the punchline, wait after the punchline. He's so nervous, it's just dead air. He just steamrolls right through everything. He's
4: not nervous. He's confident. <laughs> He's pretty confident it's going to suck. Well, <laughs> I'm positive. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do a monologue because a monologue requires an audience there that'll actually laugh at your jokes. There's right. not even you don't even hear like a chuckle. None of these people are primed to to joke. He thinks he's doing like a Bill Maher thing where he yes. comes out, does does his 5-minute set and then does his his round table. And I'm sure he's sitting there at his table. You hear chuckles sometimes. I bet that he these sound edited to shit. I don't think he's going Finish joke A, start joke B with, without without a pause in between. I think there's a pause there, and then he's cutting it down oh, together no. so he, he th- can hit his arbitrary twenty nine minute. Oh, uh, you're right. He, so he's actually editing it to sound like he's a
3: terrible comedian. I mean, he already he already is a terrible comedian, but he's not doing himself any favors with the way he edits the show.
4: My clip ten, Myers ten is uh, there. He finishes. There's like start, almost start an interesting conversation, and then boom, right into the next segment and it's like where where did that go? Do you
1: think there was a staff member there with her going, Don't stand next to the goat, don't tweet about it, because uh this is going to become a meme, or they're like,
8: oh good, this is gonna become a meme and this is going to be done by the left so we can attack them attacking us. Gina, Abby, how about yourselves? <laughs>
4: They're talking about how someone, some senator got pictured with a goat. And this guy asked a question that could lead to kind of everybody getting to say something funny. And then he just like, nope, right into talking about whatever's going on in the ladies weeks. Right. Yeah. Jeff Heisen Uh. is
3: is the worst. I've pointed this out many times. He's terrible at podcasting. So they play this clip where they're listening to these. Trump supporters who won't get vaccinated. And and then they're listening to these people who are yelling at teachers because they don't want their kids wearing masks. You know, all the things that get these, these lefties very enraged. And this is Jeff Heisen's hot take and analysis on it.
7: You know,
1: it, it, I, a highlight of that, if I can put that in quotes, was when the teacher was saying that she's concerned about the children uh, who are 12 and under because she's because uh, th- they're not vaccinated. So uh, so she's saying this, and it's a valid comment, and somebody yells, you only care
6: about yourselves. Dynamite drop-in money, That broadcast school has really paid off.
3: He doesn't even <laughs> recap it in a way that's interesting or understandable. He stumbles through something we all just heard and has to repeat it. He's like, I don't know if you guys know this, but what we all just heard was this thing. And they're like, well, yeah, right. I did just hear that
4: they listen, but they're so smug assholes on these that they don't (laughs) actually understand what's being said. Right They're They're playing. They played a news clip about how uh, Arkansas is once the governor wants to walk back his anti-mask mandate. Right. And they play this clip of this woman talking and she makes an analogy and they're like, (laughs) listen to how stupid she is. And they recap the analogy and it's clear they don't understand what the analogy actually is. And that's my clip seven.
9: The best was when she was like, and there's no science to prove that the masks do anything. It wouldn't matter. There is science, but you don't believe in it. So it doesn't matter. No, the one sign said um, it's like putting a mask is like putting a bandaid on a gushing wound. I saw that. And like, So you're admitting that we're in gushing wound territory right, right. now. That <laughs> is like...
4: So what they don't understand there is the analogy isn't that the world is is a gushing wound. The analogy is that uh, the the your mouth is a gushing wound and putting a mask over it is ineffective for the amount of air that comes out of it. That proves it! They know that this is the end of the world and they're pretending it's not!
3: Let's talk about more of Tom Meyer's amazing jokes. This one got so many reactions and the reactions are staggered. They happen one at a time, which is unusual for comedy. Normally... after
8: the payoff, people react around the same time, but not these clowns. Eric Clapton announced he would not perform at any venue that required proof of vaccination to enter. To be fair, he is consistent in that he feels the same way about making sure windows are secured in rooms where his children play. Oh!
7: oh. Whoa! Oh!
9: Oh, boy! Ouch!
3: My favorite part about Tom Myers is when people do react to him, he starts laughing along Because he doesn't want to laugh at his own jokes, but when someone else laughs at his joke, he's like, yeah, I know, I wrote that one, I know, (laughs) it's pretty good.
8: (laughs) Here's an example of that. The Cleveland Indians baseball team will change their name next year to the Cleveland Guardians, named after the Guardians of Traffic. The statues on top of bridges that look out for drivers. It makes sense, as I've traveled through Ohio, and the urge to want to drive off of one of those bridges is strong.
3: (laughs) All right, that wasn't actually him laughing. But Tom, the reason why you want to drive over a bridge is because you're Tom Myers. It has nothing to do with Ohio. No matter where you go, there you are. It's like, I, I also want to kill myself in Ohio.
5: Yeah, and
8: Pennsylvania and Baltimore and everywhere else you go. This is uh, this is the example I was looking for of uh, just an awkward reaction to a joke. A man in Dayton, Ohio, was arrested after he allegedly tried to have sex with a van. You know what they say. If this van's a-rockin', he's put his cock in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> if this man's a rockin',
3: he's put his cock in. Pretty good, pretty good line there that he came up with, and then he giggled at himself to let you know he feels good about that one.
4: He shouldn't. Yeah, he's uh... a. <laughs> He shouldn't because, you know, we know that he's not a funny comedian because he writes five minutes of material every week.
7: <laughs> right. And
4: uh, yet whenever he goes, he de- he can't take his comedy anywhere. They're talking about the vaccine mandates for flying and how much everybody hates flying. Yeah. And uh, the other guy chimes in with this clip six. Yeah. And
3: this, by the way, you're going to hear from the guest on the show. And the guest is
8: Mike Wally Walter. <laughs> And he does not know how to yes hand. Nobody enjoys flying. Nobody. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, that, that's because when you fly, you go to gigs that actually pay, okay? The rest yeah. of us slobs
3: don't. don't. Nobody likes flying because then you just end up in a city where everyone booze you off the stage. Well, maybe it's not the flying part <laughs> that you do you don't
4: even get... I paid money for this? You don't even get paid for the honor of being
5: booed off.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just like it because people like you and enjoy your shows. Let's talk about them introducing their special guest on. Now, this guy is a Don Rickles tribute act, if that's what you call it. I don't understand this thing where it's like, I'll pretend I'm another comedian you like. Well, (laughs) we don't need that. But uh, this is the way this guy's a fucking buzzkill.
8: Mike Wally Walter, <laughs> yay!
1: Well, thank you for having me, Tom.
8: So, uh, how's everything been on uh, on your end? I know the topic we were going to discuss tonight is uh, COVID, the vaccine, things reopening, and I know that uh, prior to lockdown, you did a lot of uh, you did a lot of traveling. You uh, very busy. Um, it, is that starting to pick back up a little bit now?
1: it's picking back up, but last year was not a good year. Besides, I lost the leg. I don't know if you knew that. So they just took a toe about three weeks ago on, oh. on the good foot because if they took a toe on the bad foot, it wouldn't matter, but they took a toe on the good foot and uh, they just keep whittling away at me. Pretty soon it's just going to be me and a couple of stumps. Oh, Hey,
3: so what's going on with you? Well, you know, I got my uh, leg decapitated.
4: I have that same clip because They do this thing at the beginning of the episode where they like go around the table and what have you been doing this summer? And the one lady talks about how she has been, uh, she did, she went to, she went to some publicity event where journalists talked to Kamala Harris, and there was like a hundred of them, and she's acting like her and Kamala are best friends now, which is really annoying. And then on the second episode, that gets brought up again, and the other lady is clearly very salty about this. But they ask him that question, and he talks about he lost a leg and a toe, and then they just blow right on past it. But one of the other ladies talks about how she started a garden, uh, my clip one.
9: Not nearly um, as exciting as Gina's summer, uh, but I got very into gardening. I got a community garden plot, grew a lot of stuff. I don't know. Still bacon bread. Really not that interesting. Really pretty boring stuff, pretty basic stuff.
4: By her own admission, boring. What she did this summer was boring. But then the other lady has to come in and ask a follow up because this is fascinating. Please tell me more about what you garden. Clip two. Would you grow,
9: Abby? I had one fantastic uh, tomato plant and one fantastic pepper plant that produced lots and lots of stuff. Um, now I'm on to cold winter crops.
4: She grew two plants. That's not a garden. <laughs> That's a, a planter. You fucking stupid bitch. Why would you possibly follow up on that? Who gives a fuck? And they, fo- they continue to follow up and start talking about composting and all kinds of stupid shit. And none of it is interesting or relevant. But I guess you can't cut a woman's conversation out of your podcast or you look like an asshole like Tom Myers.
3: Oh, no, that's definitely true. Tom pats himself on the back for having only women co-hosts aside from that retard Jeff Heisen. But, yeah, he's very proud of himself that he has all these women on there to talk about growing one tomato plant. I can't imagine a scenario I'd be on someone's show. Like, Carl, what have you been up to? I'm like, well, I grew a tomato plant. (laughs) Question question for man who lost toe. Do you like tomatoes? (laughs) (laughs) These people also, one of the things I hate about them is all the tagging they do of bad jokes. This one is they, they're trying to dunk on
8: this Trump supporter, and everyone's got a tag for it. Also, I'd like to think that that expert that she listens to, her name is Tenpenny. I like to think she's called that because that's how much her opinion's worth.
1: <laughs> it's probably nine cents too much. Actually, it'd be eight cents too much because she's already put her two cents in.
9: Well, wow. she's a woman, so it actually, it's like seven and a half cents. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have a penny joke they want to throw out there?
4: No. Nope. Huh. Oh, boy. Hey, That's man, a, a penny saved is a penny earned, and uh, it's yours because you earned it.
6: <laughs> is that Bill Clinton?
4: <laughs> no, it's uh, George W. Bush. Uh, they. What drives me crazy is how stupid they are. Is that what you don't get, Tab? That is what I don't get. Yeah. Uh, they, they're talking about this, that court case. It's been a, a viral video, people have seen it, where the guy came in and his name was Buttfucker3000. The oh, judge, this was like, set him out of, yeah, set him out of Zoom court. And so they're talking about that story and they come up with this hilarious joke about why, about his name, uh, clip eight.
8: And if he's going to jail, the last name you want to have in prison is butt <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
3: Well, no, I think no. That's the first the ra- name you want in prison because yes. right. you're the one that fucks butts. Right. <laughs> that's
6: what, I was thinking
7: the same
3: thing. The last, thing. Like, that's, like, the the last name the you want you in prison is bottom
6: bitch <laughs> easy pants. Right. bottom bitch no bounce (laughs) soap dropper
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah all right speaking of great jokes so Tom's got another funny one for us that uh, you'll need to explain to me
8: how this works singer Nicki Minaj cautioned her fans about getting the vaccine after a secondhand report about someone's testicles being swollen after they received the shot I have to admit, my genitals were enlarged the day after I got the vaccine, but that may have been because I spent a good portion of the day after I got my shot on Pornhub. Do your balls swell up when you're
3: jerking off all day?
0: no matter what happens my jokes are shorter <laughs> what's he talking about he can't tell a joke to save his fucking life i
3: know this of, well there's more set up before that he goes you know there's a lot of celebrities spouting off about the vaccine he goes on about that then he goes one example is Nicki minaj like oh you didn't say any of that shit uh, <laughs> he's the worst
4: uh here's a great example of one of his jokes and why they're too long and i sped this one up because it was a good two and a half minutes nearly okay. uh Clip nine, he's telling he's telling his fantasy of a world where the vaccinated get just end up in camps where they rub shit on themselves.
8: With all the complaints of people who don't want to get the covid vaccine, feeling as though they're being ostracized and made social pariahs. They seem to be doing a good job doing that on their own, heading to rallies and events to boast of their lack of protection. They may create not only their own social cliques, but their own separate vaccine free colonies the These <laughs> vaccine free colonists will save their fecal matter for other uses they will start applying it to their children's faces in lieu of eye black before sporting events against other regional vaccine-free colony youth sports teams. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Jeff's reaction to that, because I was
3: listening to that one too, is just like, wow, you put a lot of effort into that. That was nothing.
5: There was no reason for that.
4: It goes on forever, and it just it comes across more as a guy who is angry with others for them not doing what he's done and there's no humor in it there's no levity it's just this fantasy world where the people that he blames for his lot in life are punished by some grand conspiracy that and it's just it took forever and it was just sad i like when you speed
3: it up though it sounds like the Machines guy he's got the same cadence and <laughs> it same sounds tone. like
4: it sounds like a mortgage advertising thing, like equal yeah. opportunity lender, seventy <laughs> percent APR, blah blah blah, all that shit they jam there at the end of the commercial.
3: All the shit you don't want to listen to, and I appreciate you speeding that up because I did not want to listen to that again. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, what else you got to have on uh, on Tom Myers versus the rest of the world?
4: Uh, I've got I've got another example of how stupid they are. They're talking about uh, drug. They're talking about dogs. There's the, they did a new story about how there are dogs that can now detect if you have the China virus or not, oh, and yeah about what if the dog is also a drug dog, because they don't know that you don't cross-train dogs to smell things. You have right. bomb dogs, you have drug dogs, you have now right. like health dogs. So that's clip five.
9: Well, right, and what if it is that you have the weed but not COVID? What's the signal? Like, which paw goes up for COVID versus drugs? Like, how would they know? Is- it's
3: Oh, my God. And then the sad thing is, is that instead of just going, well, that's yeah, a different dog, they all start tagging that comment. They're like, well, I'll bark once for COVID and bark twice for weed. You're like, okay. And they're laughing at that as if that's comedy. Like,
7: oh, God, these yeah. people
4: suck. It's, I don't understand how you get out of, like, I don't know, the 12th grade without knowing that the dogs are different.
3: <laughs> these people are not the brightest. Um, they They do a show with Tom Myers on purpose. The same people keep coming back. They hear his monologue every time. They hear the jokes at the end, and they keep going like, "Yeah, when are we recording again next week? What? What, what are you doing?
0: When do we get paid?"
3: <laughs> oh no! All right. Well, uh, all right. Anything else on uh, on Mr. Myers?
4: Yeah, I've got one last clip. It's a, it's a short one. This is, I think, this sums up uh, Tom Myers.
9: Your holes are full, and nothing interesting <laughs> going in. <laughs>
3: um. All right. You know what we haven't done that I actually skipped past is...
8: Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week.
3: I got some interesting cringes of the weeks this week. I'll start off with our buddy Adam Thoreau, who always sends in a fun cringe of the week. This is a show called Hey Poopy, and I'll let it speak for itself.
10: So I was like fully loaded essentially and I had taken a shit on him and he was chewing it and he couldn't chew it fast oh. enough and I had to go again. And so luckily there was a toilet right next to uh, the, the space where we were sessioning and so I, I sat on the toilet and I opened the door and I told him, I said, I'm gonna f i am going to I have like I have seconds and I have dessert for you and I'm gonna flush <laughs> it if you don't eat it fast enough. And oh. he was crying but his mouth was full and he's like, Oh, oh my god. Oh,
7: goodness. it was amazing. Chris
2: comment. (laughs) Chris is gonna be sick. I'm never gonna eat again.
0: (laughs) Especially at Arby's.
2: (sighs) Uh.
3: All right. And then the other cringe I have this week is from our buddy Jackie Marlowe. Howard Stern had Mick Jagger on his show, and he's wanted to have Mick (laughs) 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 Jagger.
0: Whoops. Oh, you're breaking up again, Carl.
3: (laughs) He's wanted to have (laughs) Mick Jagger on the show for a very long time. And so he's very excited. Now, What people don't realize, or maybe they do now, about Howard Stern is that it's all pre-recorded and pieced together, and it's not a live show anymore, and they're phoning it in. When this originally aired, this big interview with Mick Jagger, the big deal that everyone's all excited about, someone fucked up during the live stream of this and hit a Death Wish coffee spot on top of it. This has been cleaned up and scrubbed from the internet. Thank God Jackie Marlowe found this. Because I could not find it anywhere else. But this is what it sounded like when people were listening live to the big debut of Mick Jagger at Howard Stern.
2: I I said to Robin, I've never been so filled with anxiety about talking to another human being as Mick Jagger.
9: I mean, this morning that you were going to do this, and I was like, oh, my God, I wonder if he's nervous.
0: I am. It's really weird. I've been doing this for, like, 40 years, but he's the one guy that would just screw my head up. But uh, without further ado, I don't want to waste a minute. One of the greatest. Not a morning meetings. person? Need something
5: stronger to fuel your life. day? Drink Death
0: Wish Coffee. <laughs> Discover the elixir it. of life, make the world's strongest coffee, and experience an unprecedented ability, ability I mean. to crush through chores, Just make, make, make your job with enthusiasm, focus like a Zen master, talk at lightning speed, and be better at almost everything.
8: You know,
0: I've been doing radio for so long, and they always say to me, and they say to me in interviews,
3: "Oofah!" I have a feeling mean. that someone got. uh, Yelled at by Marcy Turk after that happened. That's a pretty big deal, right there. So that was cringe of the week. We <laughs> what a fun <laughs> cringe of the week that was. Yes, it was. It was very fun. It was fantastic. I have to talk about what's going on with our buddy Stachow. Stuttering John is down in Tampa. He's doing a stand-up show or something again, so he's on the road, and he's podcasting from his hotel room. Well, this is exciting because we all know it's October, and this is the month he's going to Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Dude, I was listening back to my appearance on Drew and Mike before I posted on Patreon. I can't pronounce the word Washington. I just did it again. I, like, lose the T altogether. That's a list. (laughs) All right. He's going to Washington, D.C., which is very exciting. He's going to uh, interview all these senators and Congress people, Or is he?
2: So I booked my trip. I was supposed to go to Washington, October 12th through the 15th. Four days, $200 a day for the crew. Doug Goodstein was hooking me up. My good buddy Gonzo now just texted me. John, the Senate and Congress are not going to be in session that one
6: week of October.
2: Now, granted, I booked this trip a while ago. I checked online. They said Congress will be in session the whole month of October. That's why I booked it. So now, there'll be nobody there. Not to fret, not to worry. I'll just go in November. So, you know. (laughs) Keep the super chats coming
7: and I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> it to get yeah.
3: He's like, look at I, I said it was gonna be originally he said August, which is hilarious because everyone knows the Congress is off in August. They take the entire month off. He's like, I didn't even know they're not there in August. Well, you should. And then it became October, and now they're off that week. It's he's like, That's fine though. Keep giving me money. We're gonna do this in November now. <laughs> this is great. This is never gonna happen.
4: Uh Coming up, December, we're going to be going to Washington. Uh, $200 a day for a crew? What is he hiring, like a 17-year-old with a Zoom recorder and a <laughs> yeah. DSLR to film this for him? I was thinking the I could pay $200 a day just to show up and mix a, a sound console and not fucking lift anything.
3: Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. So I'm not sure what this is going to look like. I'm so excited to see if he actually does try to pull this off because he just said, I was going to be there October 12th through 15th. He's going to be there for three or four days. How much footage is he going to get out of this? What does he think he's going to pull off here?
4: 10 minute YouTube video.
3: He better post something. If he goes there and I don't get to see this footage, I'll set it for his Patreon. I'll become a fucking YouTube subscriber. Whatever it takes. I have to see this. I can't wait. Oh my God. Early on in the show, John is sneezing and he's so gross. (laughs) So I didn't pull the clip because obviously it's a visual thing, but he turns his head and you just see mucus and saliva and snot just flying out of his nose and mouth everywhere in this hotel room, this poor, poor hotel room. He doesn't cover He's his, always damp. Yeah, he's always like wet and, and greasy. His hair's all greasy. And he's just turning his head and he's just blowing this shit everywhere and you can see it. And he's not covering his mouth or like, you know, you put, you put your nose into your elbow or something if you're going to sneeze. That's, that's what normal people do, but not John. So then, someone in the chat's like, "Wow, you're a true bachelor," meaning <laughs> you're gross, <laughs> like you're disgusting. And Chad says, "This
2: uh, page, see, and between the start of two shows and those things, you can tell how much of a bachelor you are." Yes, yes, it's true. I am a bachelor. Uh, uh, but you know, look, I'm not trying not to be. The right girl comes into my life, I will certainly, <laughs> certainly consider. Down. <laughs> Certainly considered sneezing coke into her face. I'm not trying not to be. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> I'm not not
0: looking toads. <laughs> sorry,
5: sorry. Ladies, if you if you want to go out with this piece of 100 man meat, just give me a call. I'll take I, you out, whoever you are. Thirty five dollar <laughs> limit. I think I could be ready to settle down with an escort <laughs> if it's the right one. And she likes super chats. <laughs> first date we're going dutch
3: (laughs) 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 all right so now john is talking to well he talked the the big deal here because this is going to be his big guest on thursday it was mary trump so he's all excited he talks to mary trump so then hail sparks comes on after that and listen to what happens in the middle of this hail sparks interview
10: you know as as a director i appreciate your ability to take notes yeah, hell the- oh god he's going into the hotel room Jeffrey Tubin. it's the moment whatever please god be wearing pants please god be wearing pants please god be wearing pants he's calling room service for me now I don't know what's happening hi folks welcome this is uh, Hal Sparks I'm in the Stuttering forward. John hotel room uh, show more noise, I'm just I, you know, I'm <sighs> he's getting a noise uh, well,
2: I, uh, <laughs> Over in about 10. I'm, I'm making too much noise,
7: he's saying. So they have, <laughs> the
3: whole time come to his room and tell him to shut the fuck up.
5: It's, it's okay, I'm a podcaster. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> this is how I talk. Could you please keep the stuttering
6: down? <laughs> Sir, you're spinning on the wall so much, it's creeping through the other side. They <laughs> can feel that it's damp. And flush your toilet. Jesus. <laughs>
4: How embarrassing is it for someone to, like, not be able to host their own show and someone has to fill in for him in the middle? All oh,
3: right, What this a joke. This is enough beating up on poor Carl. He's having a bad weekend, everybody. So this is hilarious because John's explaining, you know, Hill's like, how thin are the walls in this place? You can't talk in your hotel room without getting a noise complaint. And John says, no, no, no. This is a really nice hotel.
2: And I'll talk a little lower. It is a very, very expensive hotel. Mm-hmm. on on um uh Palm Beach Island
10: okay sure
2: because some podcast is paying me to do their show in like a half, in, in like about about um you know about an hour but I'll mm-hmm. tell you this all morning I'm, I have people talking people vacuuming yes and then someone has the balls to call about me call. Just having a conversation really
3: so I watched this video and I've stayed in expensive hotels before. And I've also stayed in really cheap, shitty hotels. This is a cheap, shitty hotel. I can tell by the room. You can tell what type of hotel somebody's in. We're all seeing it, John. He's like, no, this is a really expensive, really high end hotel. I don't think you know what that is, John.
2: It's a six star hotel. It's right there in the six name, star. Hotel Six <laughs>
7: Stars. <laughs> <laughs> The walls they, are made of expensive so, they're, paper. So
4: kind and, they're so kind and considerate, they'll leave the light on for you.
3: <laughs> Good one. If this isn't a fancy hotel, then how can they afford all the advertising
7: <laughs>
5: during the NASCAR race?
3: <laughs> so then they start figuring out, wait, why are people fucking with John during his podcast? And he's talking to Mary Trump. Oh, I bet I know what happened.
2: This was yeah. my theory. And yeah. Gonzo just said it. This is what I was going to bring up to you next. You want to bet some Florida Republicans called the desk and claimed you were too loud. I yeah, gar- because you had
10: Mary Trump I on.
2: Yep. I guarantee it. Yep. It was a Republican who who couldn't stand hearing the truth about his Fuhrer. Mm-hmm. And That's exactly <laughs> what happened.
10: And you talk <laughs> about what hotel you're on on in Palm Beach. And then no, they I just start. start hotel. I, just I mean.
2: I'm in Palm Beach Islands this is right and they
10: just start in a nice hotel all right so nice goes three steered floor okay so it's in one of these three and then you go floor to floor and then you ask for your room number or something and some dumbass the third person that picks up tells them which room you're in because you don't travel under an assumed name because you're a moron
3: so now they've decided because John goes well, I'm in a nice hotel and he said what cities and that someone must have called in because they're pissed off he's talking to Mary Trump except for he said all that stuff after the noise complaint. <laughs> So the timeline doesn't work out there
0: at all. No, And then Hal describes how to talk to someone.
3: <laughs> yeah,
7: right. it's, it's really easy.
3: <laughs> Could you imagine thinking in your head that what you're doing is so important that people are trying to shut you down? John has 250 people watching him when he's live on there. And he thinks people are trying to shut him down because they can't handle it. He must know that can't be the case. He's got a theory.
2: I wasn't saying it was somebody who called and I think it's somebody from the other room who's a Republican and and who overheard what's going on. And that's why they, you know, called the, you know,
3: someone from the other room heard that he was interviewing Mary Trump and was pissed off about that. And like, we got to shut this shit down right now. (laughs) Makes sense.
4: The Republicans are inside the hotel. (laughs) (laughs)
3: The call came from inside. I love it. It's like, um, I want to call to complain people next to you having sex too loud. No, no, no. They're talking to Mary Trump too loud. I I don't like it. people having sex are fine. I have no problem with that. (laughs) So that's the latest on our buddy, Centering John. He's not going to Washington this month. But don't worry. Keep the Super Chats coming. I'll be going there in November. Go in November. Fight against Trumpism. And
4: the jeep. Kevin, that's gonna happen. All
3: right. Uh I do want to talk briefly about Dr. Steve going on Opie Radio. Bum
5: bum bum
3: Doggy, stop! <laughs> this entire episode, Opie's in his apartment with no lights on, so it's just dark. He's got this video going, it's dark out, and his dog is jumping on the table that his laptop's on and just shaking the camera back and forth, and he's constantly yelling at his dog. <laughs> Doggy, stop! Uh, and then he's having a discussion about his dog and whether or not to get your dogs spayed or neutered, and he says that there's some debate around this. And he talked to his vet about it. And I don't
1: think his vet said this. Uh, What I'm about to say, take it with a grain of salt. But uh, my female vet said that female dogs, you absolutely should get them neutered.
3: (laughs) How would you get a female
1: dog neutered? Why does it have
3: to be a female vet? I don't know. But he's very confused about genders in that one. Chris, (laughs) women can be vets too, all right? (laughs) Come on. If your female vet said you should have your female dog neutered, you should probably get a new vet, maybe a man. (laughs) All right, so as Uh. Opie's finally bringing on Dr. Steve, he gets a question from the chat about his hashtag Ruizing merchandise on his website. But this is a question we've all been asking for the past two years rightfully so. Yeah, like, why are you selling merchandise? And listen, I'm not so naive to think that he's making a shit ton of money and that he's just like making bank on his friend's death. I doubt he's selling a lot of these shirts. So it's, it's, it's kind of a moot point, but it's more just like, why are you doing that? That's, it just doesn't, it's not a good look, right? So the guy asked the question and Opie freaks out.
1: Where's the money from Carl's merch go, Opie? Go fund me at 16,000 with no update in two years. Ruizing is trademarked. Stop dodging. I'm not dodging anything. First of all, I have nothing to do with a GoFundMe um, uh, fund for Carl, you weirdo. I have absolutely nothing to do with that. I have <laughs> no idea who has a GoFundMe um, thing set up for for uh, Carl. And I told you uh, earlier that all the Ruizing merch money goes to my lifetime supply of hot dogs because that's what Carl wanted, okay?
3: Sounds to me like he's dodging the question. First off, he keys in on the thing that is true. He has nothing to do with the GoFundMe. But then he goes right to the, yeah, and you want to do with all that merch money? I'm buying hot dogs. Like, okay.
4: Good one. A li- What is a lifetime supply of hot dogs? Like 11 hot dogs? <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be 10, dogs. yeah. I many hot dogs do you need for the rest <laughs> of your life? This guy's 60 years old.
4: Right now the fairs in town. I went to the fair for the first time in five years, and I had a you know fair corn dog. I was like, "Wow, I haven't had a fair corn dog in a long time." Okay, that that'll set me for another five years of hot dogs. Right?
3: Yeah, right. I'm good now. I, Correct. I yeah. remember what this tastes like? Okay. <laughs> so Obi exclaims that he is not dodging
1: the question. All right. So I hope that answered your question, Judas. I'm not dodging anything. Well, you kind of are, because you made a joke out of the real question.
3: You're buying a lifetime supply of hot dogs. All right. So now we bring on Dr. Steve and Dr. Steve fumbles right out of the gate, which is so Dr. Steve of him. I love this because it's a video cast and Dr. Steve has the wrong video. It's to an
1: empty room. Here he is. Dr. Steve. Am I just looking into your empty house now? Oh Shit. I got the wrong camera. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh my God.
3: (laughs) Just Kick the ball right out of bounds. I have the kickoff. All right. So now we have Dr. Steve on the show and this guy Judas is still on there fucking with Opie. And Opie is just not going to answer this question.
1: Hold on, I'm getting threatened by this guy. Are you serious? You pocket the money. See you soon. No, I'm not serious, you idiot. That's a joke. <laughs> no. And now I'm getting threatened. I I gotta block this guy. He's just uh I mean, for the most part, Steve, you know, I got a good I got a good crew of people. <clears throat> but I got to block this guy. He's he's just trying to start some crap. All right.
4: I don't pocket the money. It goes into direct deposit. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
3: goes into the meter. <laughs> it's for when I get a ticket because I didn't move my car fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> so you just heard the audio of what went out on the Opie Radio podcast stream. On that feed, if you're listening to Opie Radio podcast, that's what you hear. But if you were watching on YouTube... It's a little bit different. See if you can pick up on what was edited out of what you just heard.
1: Hey, no. I Hold on. I'm getting threatened by this guy. Are you serious? You pocket the money. See you soon. No, I'm not serious. You idiot. That's a joke. No. And now I'm getting threatened.
0: Well,
6: maybe I don't want my face on this. Is this beer on the balcony. Is that what we're doing?
1: Uh, you can do it. Hold on, I I, I got to block this guy. He's just—I uh, mean, for the most part, Steve. You know, I got a good—I got a good crew of people. Doctor
3: Steve for the win. Yeah, is this beer on the balcony? Well done, sir. That's hilarious. So yeah. Doctor Steve comes in there with a stuttering John reference that Opie knows about because he's been on Beer on the Balcony. Yeah. And so he he hits him with that, and that got edited out of the show. Opie made a point with all the nonsense in his shows that was edited out. It's still on YouTube. So he uh, does do editing. Someone's doing some editing. Someone is. That's incredible. Is that amazing? Maybe Stuttering John's doing the editing. <laughs> Don't reference beer on
4: the balcony. But- That's my idea. That's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> my idea. No one's ever had I a drink beer drink beers on, on the <laughs> Listen, Opie, I've been doing your editing for $40 a month.
2: Been, uh, prices are coming up thanks to Trump. We're going to need uh, $50 a month.
3: Also, if you ever talk about having a hard seltzer on a sofa, I have the copyright on that. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, So at the end of the show, Opie's laptop runs out of batteries. And then (laughs) the only person on the screen is Dr. Steve. He just takes over the
6: shell. Did I stymie you or did I lose you? Uh
7: Uh-oh.
6: (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh. Well,
0: uh, am I on? If I'm just on, let's uh, let's, do
8: let's do a, a weird song. medicine show.
1: What the hell happened to Opie? One minute he's there, the other minute he's not.
3: All right, so what you just heard is, again, from his feed of the podcast, he edits him going, oh, what happened to Opie? And then he goes, to be continued. We'll do this again. You know, that kind of thing. This is the actual fuck up as it happened on the YouTube. And this goes on for a while where Dr. Chief's like, what's going on? Why is Opie gone? What just happened? Am I still on?
6: Did I stymie you or did I lose you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh.
0: Well, uh, am I on? If I'm just on, let's uh, let's
2: do a weird medicine show. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103, and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought <laughs> that this guy was was a bit of a you
6: know a, a
7: clown. we
9: answered a single fucking medical question. The fuck, man? What the fuck, man?
6: Can anybody tell me <laughs> if, <laughs> if, the if I'm the, the only one that's mind on mind here? You. Have I just taken over? If
5: I'm dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy. <laughs>
3: Hang on. So then Opie calls him. Did I just take over your feed, or am I off? So then Opie calls him on his cell phone. Dr. Steve just started up weird medicine. Like He's, like, running his board. He's running the show. (laughs) Meanwhile, Opie's in a dark room with his laptop dying. This is where we're at. It's not even – it would be a good metaphor for where their careers are at, but it's actually just reality.
4: So was your was your audio thing this week like a weird meta bit where you're recreating what happened in other podcasts? <laughs> I wish it. I wish it yeah,
3: were. One would hope. I wish. I wish that was two. because. I know. It's like all of us were doomed to fuck up this week. <laughs> I'm waiting for the owner of this place to tell me to quiet down. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Mark comes in here he's like guys <laughs> trying to do funny shit over here. <laughs> We're trying to run a comedy club. You guys are laughing too much. <laughs> it's distracting. Uh, by the way, Harlan Williams tonight at the comedy club with Vinnie Paulino as the feature act. I'll be going to that show. I'm looking forward to it. If you guys remember last week, we were talking about Opie and his car. And he had to, like, move his car because the cleaning trucks come through and you have to move your car every day. Alternate street parking. Someone calls in to the Anthony Cumia show to talk about this, and they bring up the video. Now, I want to point out, Anthony is very reluctant to talk about this. He doesn't even want to talk about it because he doesn't want to get into this thing where it's like, oh, Anthony's talking about me again. You know, there's this whole fucking loop that goes on. So they start watching the video.
1: So uh, the first step is the meter maids come up and down these roads. I, I, I lost my voice yelling at this guy. I'll get into that in a second.
7: So they go oh, up and tease down and they give He's tickets teasing to all the, the people
1: show. That aren't sitting in their cars like me, like god got me. So if you get past that, then you sit here for an hour and a half. And I'm then ripping off who are these podcasts the right now. You know, the streets. That was my idea. And uh they make fool of these they're, podcasts. They're ooh, ooh. The I was doing, streets, doing that years ago with Jock Dober. That is true. <laughs> we are ripping him off
3: right now. It's a pretty good point. So yeah, so they're watching uh, this this opie video that's embarrassing. Anthony wants to riff on it and goof on him, and he just he can't. He talks. About, I can't even listen to this.
0: I'm it. sorry. I would love to be able to listen to this and then elaborate on it a little bit. I can't even listen to that and and think of anything uh, humorous. It, it's it's it, it's actually sad to me. It's like here it is. It's like, uh, you know, you, you're watching your girlfriend who you had a great relationship with for a few years. And then someone shows you a video of just eight cocks in her. And she's just like, yeah, oh, this is great. I'm loving life. And you're like, oh, you love it. I don't want to see that. I can't make fun of it. It's kind of sad. That's what I feel. Opie has eight cocks in him. <laughs> hey, I did find something funny. <laughs>
3: Uh, it is embarrassing at this point. This is a guy, they did radio together for 20 years. They rose to the top of the ranks, making all of this money. And now Anthony runs his own network, and there's all these shows on there, and they tour, and they do these comedy shows. They go all over the U.S. People love it. They subscribe to it. And Opie's got his laptop running out of batteries talking to Dr. Steve, and he's <laughs> he's in his car talking to his phone after getting a shouting match with an Asian man. It really couldn't be... Further polar opposites of where these two guys have ended up in their careers.
6: 20 years from now, people are going to be like, what were you thinking with producer Chris?
3: Oh, no, I was thinking Vinny. <laughs> oh,
7: okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> I
6: was thinking.
3: <laughs> Vinny will be driving his Uber around, talking into his phone. Let me tell you another thing about that Carl guy. He's a fucking asshole. I went to use my studio, and the only do is bitch about how the Wi-Fi didn't work. <laughs> I didn't hear about that for three weeks straight. Yes, you will be, ready. That's correct. Wait, is he Ubering in the Cadillac? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, he could, he could he do it well well himself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anthony talks about what
0: Opie is good at, and what he should be doing. Opie would be fuck. You know what Opie was so fucking good at, and I recognize this, and I've said it before. It's no surprise. I've said it before. Uh, before when 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 he was at B A B and and stuff, just spinning records. He could sound enthusiastic about records, about a song. Whether he is or not, isn't really anything.
3: So I do think that's kind of an insult, but he's right. But it's kind of an insult for a guy who was you know, the host of a, a huge morning talk show to be like, you should just be playing songs on the radio. That's what you're good at. And then uh, he
0: kind of doubles down here. And that's really what he should have pursued the second. He got fired from Sirius XM. I think he should have told his his uh, agent, or the second I got fired from Sirius XM, he should have told his agent, lawyer, whatever the fuck, look, get me in a music station. I wanna spin records, and I just wanna fucking do that. What do you think? Fucking um, Scott Shannon isn't doing amazingly well spinning records, owning companies that syndicate music shows, classic. Uh, uh, Music shows all over the place. There are plenty of old jocks that are uh, doing well in that format. I just think he should pursue where his strengths are. His strengths are not talk radio. Holy mother of fuck. It just ain't it. And I think anyone knows this isn't some personal vendetta. Uh, I think anyone that listens to Opie knows it's, that's not his strong suit. Is talk radio. Check out the big brain on
5: bread. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. All
3: right, Anthony. I, I understand you're trying to dish out some good advice, but let's keep Opie doing a talk show, please. That would really suck if he got a gig. Like Don, Don Geronimo is now just like spinning records in, in a radio station. Like, that's not fun for us. We can't do anything with that. You're all screwing me. <laughs> Take away my meal ticket. How dare you? And then, uh, Anthony realizes that him talking about Opie will turn into me talking about Anthony talking about Opie, which then gets back to Opie, and then he gets upset. There you
0: go. There's my obsession uh, for the day. Greg Opie used. You could take that with you. You could send it to him. and He'll comment on it. And uh and Carl play it on Who Are These Podcasts. That's the whole that's the life cycle of uh me and Opie and Carl. We just go around and new shit comes out and uh we're like locusts.
3: So don't worry, Ann. I happen to know that Opie's never even heard of Who Are These Podcasts. What do you mean? I've never even heard of that. I don't know it. <laughs>
4: I don't know, Carl. You've become too predictable.
3: Yeah, no shit. When I'm watching a show that I enjoy with the host telling me what I'm going to do and then I do it. (laughs) And I was thinking, too, I'm like, I'll prove him wrong. No, I got to play that. Never mind. (laughs) I am a bit too predictable. Uh, Tab, we have done it all today. We talked about Man Cow. We talked about Tom Myers is back. Thank God. That was a big deal for me. By the way, Comedy Pop Pie came back, too. They have a new episode out finally, so that's exciting. Want to check in on them again. Howard Stern had a little technical issue, talking to Mick Jagger. We had Stuttering John not going to Washington. Opie is asking his doggie to please stop. Anthony Cumia is saying we should probably stop doing this round and round. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser
9: The teaser. Next week,
7: teaser.
3: This is the part of the show we play a clip from the episode we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP, and we're still in October next week. That means we're listening to another fun morning radio show with morning jocks.
4: Oh, do I have to? No, come on! You can't search by hashtag. Um, I, don't know.
8: I
6: think
4: you can. Well, it just says search Check by account.
5: account. You should be able to click on the
8: hashtag. Yeah, that hair to crack To be honest, I've, n- I've never used it on Go a desktop.
4: Back. Yeah, but they didn't, they oh, removed they did. the hashtag from that hair oh, line, yeah. So yeah, that's why yeah. I couldn't click on uh, the hashtag. Oh, they have hair crack. Let's see if that. That's what I said. Oh, it's oh yeah, that's right, right.
8: That's what I said, fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said hair what crack. What the hell? <laughs> I said hair
0: crack. Dave. That's
3: why I said. This is a show called Dave and Chuck the Freak. This was suggested by Joel Ravis, Randall Olson, and Kelly Richards. A lot of people want us to review Dave and Chuck the Freak. And the reason why is because they took over for Drew and Mike on The Riff in Detroit. But they're in a lot of other markets as well. And I'm excited to talk about Dave and Chuck the Freak. I have not listened to their show before, but our co-host has. And the co-host next week has already messaged me that he's getting into it. He's listening to some of these episodes. He's gearing up, so I think that's going to be a uh, a fun episode next week. Tab Bert Tabbert, Tabbert. I want to, I want to thank you for coming on, my friend, and doing a fantastic job as always, and suggesting Mancow because yes,
4: thank you for having I, me.
3: I like what Mankind is up to right now. I love it when these radio guys try to switch to YouTube and stuff. I find it hilarious. I love it. They can't do it. People can find you on Here's What I Don't Get. You can find that anywhere you find podcasts. What's going on on uh, Here's What I Don't Get right now?
4: Uh, Well, we've got a new podcast that we're doing called Gabbing About Godzilla. It's a Godzilla podcast that only comes out on weeks where a certain fat Italian YouTuber misses his podcast about Godzilla because uh, we don't think he's doing a really good job.
3: You don't think Tony from Hack the Movies is hacking it as a Godzilla podcaster? I,
4: I, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want to start a, a, I don't want to start a Twitter beef or something, but you know, I, I'll just say there, there are a lot of podcasts out there when they review a movie, they just go point by point through the plot and tell you what happened. That's not what we do. We have five categories of film criticism. We talk about those categories. We try to not spoil the movie, so when you listen to our review, you think, oh, I would want to see that, or I don't want to see that, but it would still be a surprise to watch the movie.
3: Do you have a website people can check out?
4: Uh, Yeah, hwidg.com, and that's got links to all of our stuff. What about Patreon? Patreon.com forward slash hwidg. We have all our uh, bonus episodes and all that kind of stuff.
3: Awesome. Tab, it was great to talk to you, buddy, and I apologize for our issues that we had going on over here. That was very annoying, but you stuck with it. You are a pro, and I appreciate that.
4: Yeah, thank you.
3: Thank you. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony.
2: Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. And now the show is
3: over now. <sighs> mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Great job, everyone.
9: Internet news. News from the internet. From our friends at Dabblers Anonymous jackie spratt ponders stuttering john's recent trip to the emergency room hospital visit in reno place your bets on the reason why tippy toe beans kicks it off with giving lesbians too much penis outside command Gonna go with VD on this one. Beverly Hills Bunce, severe case of pubic lice. John must have looked like he had ants in the pants. Jay Slay 13, blue chew and Coors Light overdose. Gangrenously, salmonella from the undercooked beer can chicken he made in his motel room. Uncle Scam 78, stroke while drunkenly masturbating. Educational floor, hemorrhoids. One Say Lego Legos states, it was hemorrhoids. I wish that was a joke guess. Waste Volume 6352, Whip It Overdose. I keep making factories votes. I'm going with stomach pump or third stroke. In a separate pylon, Amish Space Force warns The judge heard what you said about him, John. He'll be in the Pickwick parking lot at 3 p.m. Pamela Anderson riffs Judge Karate and the Kung Fu Gavel. Props to Kyle on Facebook for the YouTube clip of Anthony Kumia processing Opie podcasting from his car. Run DAZ points out. He can literally steer the show now. Tyrant Tarantula asks, Was this the big things lined up down the way the Opster always talked about once ONA ended? Washburn notes, What we are witnessing is the last 20 years of Opie's life if he never met Ant. Dawson's Shit Creek comments, His hair looks like Jason Voorhees when he emerges from the lake as a kid. For Shantae 1007, I've seriously heard better audio in a drive thru. And Doc Scrofula plays us out with, I'm glad someone finally has the guts to stand up to meet her Reviews, reviews, reviews. With Vic. Vic! <laughs>
11: Vic what is happening? Hello. Hello. Uh, just your shitty audio. That's about it.
3: Yeah, I know. It's been a rough one today. It hasn't gone the way I'd like it to, but uh, it's kind of out of my hands on this one. I I thought the internet connection here was good. It's not. I should have uh, gone anywhere else. I could have gone no. to the library and done this better. <laughs> oh wow. Well.
11: Um, I did end up pulling reviews from a. Uh, speaking of this polling,
3: week. speaking of polling, has everyone seen? Vic's nude that's on our Patreon Ew. that was done by Min <coughs> Salad. Vic, is it true that she sketched that? That that's a perfect line-by-line sketch of you?
11: I would say it's pretty close.
3: Yeah, all right. Look at you. Now, I haven't heard from our friend Casey since, since last week. Have you talked to Casey at all? You guys were in a debate about boobs.
11: Yes, I have. She so okay? pretty much Dr. Steve was like, no, like we can like get analytical about this. Yeah. But he was asking for too much work from my part. Uh-huh. So that was a no. Dr. Steve he wanted, wanted to do to take, like a ruler.
3: Yeah. Dr. Steve wanted to, to go in and actually do like this four point inspection to figure out <laughs> who had the better boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and it, we had this long text thread, for some reason, Vinny's on it too, with Dr. Steve about how he would go about this and what he would need from you guys. He, he was asking me if I could ask permission, and then he just went ahead and reached out to you directly anyway. Because <laughs> I never said anything. Um, so, yeah, so you don't think anything's going to come of that?
11: Oh, God, no. No, that's way too much effort. <laughs> okay. And Casey has already, uh, uh, you know, come to terms that she's lost.
3: Oh, I feel bad now. Lost weight. I feel bad. <laughs> Poor Casey. We still love her and her boobs. All right, we got some yes. new reviews list to uh, talk about?
11: Absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, this one is W-A-T-P. Exemplary podcast. The host has a fun voice, has a great tone for mockery, and really puts in the work for a quality audio experience.
7: <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, pairs all right. Calm down. with
11: 1.5 times speed. <laughs> Each episode I've... So engaging and never boring cheers to carl for inviting us into this strange and wild world of podcast personalities
3: cheers to me well that was a very positive yeah, review.
11: exemplary fucking
3: audio experience well done <laughs> thank you it's really the finished product that i'm most proud of vic it's not the live show it's not the live part of it
11: it's
7: the finished product <laughs> yeah, clearly
11: <laughs> oh god well that was a five star
3: and very nice too i want to point out thank you Mm -hmm. whoever you are.
11: Uh, This one is like spending an afternoon with best friends. This podcast is awful. The host is very scavy and makes the listeners feel like they're in his locked from the outside paneled wall basement in Rochester, New York, also known as the Riviera of Lake Ontario. The premise of the podcast is to kill time until they get to the features, a thoughtful, but often critical analysis of the stuttering John podcast and a celebration of America's most prolific media creators aka curvy rosenbelt aka patty broken school if i had to sum this podcast up it stinks
3: all right it started off like it, it seemed like it was going to be a little bit too glowing of a review and then it saved itself very quickly so that was nice I, i'm guessing that's a five star that is a five star very nice thank you i mean we need more of those five stars out there i can't have michael wayne jr saying that my show wasn't rated well <laughs> god forbid
11: Um, This next one is, if AIDS had ears, this is what it would listen to. Absolute (laughs) garbage. Uh, These guys are from Rochester, and who gives a shit? The host sounds like he has a mouthful of sideways molars and tiny little penises where his nipples should be. I never miss an episode.
3: (laughs) It's creative. (laughs) Gotta give it to him. It's good.
11: Uh, That was a five star by Dan McBain.
3: These are good reviews this week. At least something's good.
11: Of course. (laughs) Um, And this last one is by Sarah. She says, awful. I gave them a fair shot. I listened to a few episodes before I gave up. The hosts sound like they haven't matured past high school mean girls who tear you apart for dressing differently. It's actual torture to listen to them. Criticize every detail of a podcaster's voice. They add no value to the podcasting world.
3: Someone's asking if you're whispering right now. Are you somewhere where you don't want to be heard?
11: I mean, I my roommates are here. I don't want to talk about degenerate shit.
3: Okay. All right. Fair enough. I appreciate you just coming I'm out that. I'm just talking
11: right? in a very normal voice, Carl.
3: I know. I am, too.
11: I totally get oh, it. shut the fuck up.
3: I know. I totally get it. It's fine.
11: <laughs> anyway, that was a one star by that Sarah. Was a, that was so a one go star. go fuck yourself.
3: Yeah, I could tell. So did you notice that I didn't do a Cardiff electric review segment?
11: Yeah. yeah, I hated it.
3: Well, that's because he now does the voicemail segment.
7: Hello.
11: No, okay.
7: The Cardiff Electric
5: Podcast. Today's voicemail segment is brought to you by the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network, home of the best podcasts on the internet today. The Cardiff Electric Podcast. The
8: Car Whom are these podcasts? And the Joe Rogan Experience.
7: <laughs> Let's listen to some voicemails.
3: I'll take it from here, Cardiff. Thank you very much. All right. Let's, um, this one's actually pretty good. I, I laughed at this one.
5: Hey, it's uh, Jim. Uh, I heard that the review girls are having a teddy off with the
6: big hockey queen, and I really think you guys need a very impartial judge. So if you want, and I implore you to, go ahead and just send those pictures
5: over to me. I'm about Jim in the uh, Discord there. And uh, I'd be more than happy to judge. I'm very impartial. I uh, I totally don't like boobs at all. All right, love
7: you. Call me back.
3: All right, that wasn't the one I meant to play just now, but uh, a lot of people are hoping they can get in on the judging aspect of the uh, titty-off. But uh, that's yet to be seen. So a lot of people also, from what I've seen so far on Patreon, they want to see just how good an artist mint salad is. So they want to see what the source material was right, right, right. to understand how good of a job she did. Of course. So. <laughs> Maybe someday. We don't want to start a tug of war. <laughs> hey,
5: Carl. It's uh, Renard. I heard people don't like the outro, so I'm going to do an acapella version of it with my mouth.
3: Oh, good. Okay. Instrument. Let's hear it. <laughs>
9: Da na na, da da da, da na na.
5: Somewhere.
7: Well, you, you can click
3: that, or you can just play the whole thing, or you can just go fuck yourself. Whatever you want, Carl. Bye. God, it's a catchy song, isn't it? All right, it's a mean
4: fucking that guy, open. that guy should open. open for you on the next live show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude.
3: Let me know who you are. We'll fly out. That's a good idea. I can't. I can't fly Casey out. That's too much money. But I'll
5: fly that person out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, All right. Here's a good observation on why Opie is a very fun punching bag.
5: Yo, yo.
2: Um, So I was thinking about this. I was listening to the Opie segment, first one of those in a while. And I think the reason he's such an endless reservoir of just sheer comedic talent is that all of his criticisms, whether they're political or geographical or human, they're really all just critiquing his own choices whether that's the choice to live in New York City, to put out the worst possible podcast, to do it from his car, to not move his car, to not get in a parking garage, even if those choices are a reflection of him not having money, then the choice to lose all that money, to put yourself in this situation, it's, just, it's incredibly funny, and there's really no victim uh, other than Opie himself. It's not punching down. It's not punching up. He just punches himself in the face repeatedly. Thanks for sharing it.
3: Yeah, you know, as I was listening to that back again, I was just thinking of Sideshow Bob stepping on every rake. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Opie just kicking out of his own way. Yeah. He doesn't move the rakes. <laughs> no. He just keeps stepping on them. He just keeps stepping on him. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to get in a fight with this guy in his car. He told me I can't park here. <laughs> Opie, you can fix this yourself, you moron. But yes, yeah, so that's a very astute observation, I must say.
5: Hey, Carl. I'm calling because I have a podcast that you guys need to cover. It's called My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Um, It's a terrible podcast. It's uh, grating on the ears. It's wildly successful. Uh, My girlfriend listens to it. The podcast is so bad, I'm thinking about ending the relationship. All right. Thanks. Bye.
3: Yeah. If your girlfriend listens to that, you should probably dump her. Also, we did cover that episode. I've gotten multiple emails about it. I don't know what's going on with my brother, my brother, and me if something happened. But we did cover that show.
4: I will say, listening to your show, all these terrible podcasts you do, like I go talk to women and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We listen to this. I listen to this podcast called Guys We Fuck. And I don't say that I do a podcast. I'm very, that's that's like deep in the vault. Smart. But like, it always comes up like oh i will listen to this podcast guys we fucked or uh the paris Hilton podcast or all these things um that one where they said masturbate and don't say shit for attention i remember what that one was called on barstool sports and uh call, women will tell me they listen to this podcast, and i go call her daddy yeah i go oh you're fucking stupid
3: i just go that's kind of ruins it kind
4: of <laughs> ruins any
3: yeah when you find out what pe- what women <laughs> like to do for fun and it's not
11: masturbate you're
3: like oh i don't know (laughs) we need to have any further conversations but yeah that's a very popular show my brother my brother and me and uh
4: all right is it on npr is it i
3: thought it was just a podcast i don't know
4: Uh, i thought it was an npr show
3: well if it is then welcome to Jacktober, everybody all right, here is uh, Tucker Dixon calling back in. He's going to weigh in on the trans women in sports issue that we did not tackle but was brought up.
2: Hey, Carl, it's Tucker
1: Dixon here.
8: I uh, just want to let you know I've listened to your episode. I fully disagree with you about trans and women sports. Uh, I think we should still let them in mainly because one day I would like to transition to a woman and be cheered on by a crowd of people while I beat the living piss out of a real woman. <laughs> Well, anyways,
5: Tucker out.
3: Jesus Christ. Tucker's such a nice guy that seems so mean just now. Such a sweet guy when you meet him in person, and then he wants to beat the shit out of women at sporting events. And be cheered on. And be cheered on for it. Yeah. Everyone needs a dream. I hope you're on a podcast that doesn't suck. <laughs>
6: With Tucker hosting.
3: Oh, boy. All right. Let's see what
5: else going on. Listen here, you son of a bitch. If you keep cutting out the outro, I'm going to make myself a scum parade nominee. All right. Call me back. That's some threat right there.
3: And some way to make it to the scum parade. Yeah, you got to be pretty horrific. You got to throw a toddler pretty far these days. You got to to the scum parade.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Not just anyone can get on there. All right. This guy is a street-sweeping conspiracy theorist. Full stop. Hey, Carl, you stupid fuck. For once in his fucking life, Opie is actually right about something, and you laugh at him. I've lived in New York City for 20
1: years, and the street sweepers... Are bullshit. They come along, they spray a little water in front of them so they don't kick up a fucking Category 5 dust storm as they go by and then they just fucking sweep everything onto the sidewalk. All the shit that was on the street dog turds, heroin needles, bum cum, whatever the fuck was on
10: there, it just gets blown
1: onto the sidewalk. It's bullshit. There are certain parts of Queens where there is no alternate side of the street parking. There is no street cleaning. You can go there, you can park your car for a month.
3: Guess what? Streets are perfectly clean. The street sweepers are bullshit. Hope he was wa- once in his life he was right about something, and you're an idiot for not agreeing with him. Goodbye. Don't call me back. <laughs> you know what? I buy into almost every conspiracy. For once, I'm on the other side. It's weird. It feels weird. So one guy I wanted to call back, and he didn't invite us to. <laughs> no, we can't talk to him. But I've been to Queens, and he's right. It is very nice.
9: It is one of the nicer uh, yeah. boroughs, yeah. I
3: have to say. <laughs> I don't know if that's anything to do with street sweeping, but okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just fewer bum shitting out the yeah.
5: fucking less bum cum. Yeah, less bum <laughs> cum and <in> queens.
3: <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I need to get a forensic accountant on that. Um hey Vic. Yeah. You know you know you were talking about getting cat pics? Yeah. I think this is the guy who sends them to you.
9: Oh good. Man, after last week's episode I thought it'd be funny to send Vic cat pics at 11 because that's when the other dude was sending him but I didn't think about fucking time zones so I have no idea when she's getting these cat pics and it's not funny if it's not the same time as the other dude anyway call me back
3: did you get cat pics that were not at 11pm
11: Um, I think I know exactly who it is yeah. his cat is also named Peach Okay. Um, but I have like about 3-4 to four different people sending me cat pics now uh, which, which just boosts my serotonin for the week. But how they all fun. send them at night. I don't know why. I how got one f- at 10.51 uh, last night, one at, like, 11 p.m. So, you
3: know. Well, the 10.51 wouldn't be a time zone issue if you're trying to get 11. I don't know lot of time zones that are nine minutes off. Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> It's uh, not. It's not hard to figure out. You just figure out what time is eleven in Chicago time, Central Standard Time, and then you send it at that time.
11: That's
7: a lot of math.
4: Well, hold on a second,
3: Tab. I, we, <laughs> we all get. We all screw this up from time to time. So what you're saying then is that in Chicago it's not the same time as it is where I live right now. Not where you live,
4: but it is the same time where I live. <laughs> now I'm very confused.
3: Um, all right, last voicemail that we have here, and uh, this is a theory on Stuttering John. Hey, Carl and co host This is your daily W-A-T-P fact.
8: Stuttering John isn't just retarded because he was born that way, but chronic alcoholism <laughs> also causes something called wet brain syndrome. This means that it's a brain disorder related to acute and chronic phases. Oh, wait, you don't need all that. Basically, he's making himself retarded the more he drinks. Call me back.
3: Yes. I think that is very true and has been well documented on the Internet over the past no, few years.
2: That's not true. Everybody at the at the pub, they tell me that I get sharper and that I keep drinking beers. I had six beers uh.
5: and was throwing bullseyes on the dartboard. I would also like to tag this joke. I'm wet brain light. <laughs> very good. <laughs> All right.
3: Tab, thanks so much, buddy.
4: Thank you. Thanks, You're
3: you're the best. We'll do this. We'll do this again and we'll do it right. Uh, Vic, thank you for being there. Thank you for being a friend.
11: Of course. It was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Don't do that again, please. Okay.
0: Okay, folks. Guess what? The episode's over.
6: (laughs) I got to
2: go. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here.
3: Thanks, everybody. I'm really, really sorry for the technical issues. Blame Spectrum, blame Vinny, blame Market Polito, blame the comedy at the. Co- oh, uh, Freezer Chris is telling me to stop blaming people. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Send you anthrax idiots.
4: to the following addresses.
5: <laughs>
4: Can't do anything right. You're all worthless, stupid. <laughs>